This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Remember, a Hallmark card will best express your perfect taste, your thoughtfulness. Makers of Hallmark reading cards bring you a true and deeply challenging story of a man who had to choose between his conscience and his heart. Our star is that outstandingly popular Hollywood reading man, Joseph Gotten. For more than a third of a century, quality has been a habit with the makers of Hallmark cards. They have the pride of craftsmen in their names, H-A-L-L-M-A-R-K, Hallmark. That's why Hallmark cards are the kind of cards you can be proud to send, proud to receive. So when you want to send the very finest, look on the back for those three identifying words, a Hallmark card. Those three words, a Hallmark card, are your assurance of finest quality. They tell your friends you cared enough to send the very best. To be doubly sure, always look in the back of the cards you choose for those three identifying words, a Hallmark card. Now to preside over our program this evening is our regular master of ceremonies, the young Broadway actor and producer, Richard Thomas. Thank you, Tom Shirley, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. One of the most serious problems in America today is the rising divorce rate. In 1900, one out of 12 marriages ended in divorce. In 1930, one out of six ended in divorce. And in 1946, one out of three ended in divorce. What happens to marriages? Tonight, we bring you the true and deeply human story of a young couple who had to face this problem. The girl? Well, she might be your neighbor or yourself the mother of two nice kids. The man, you see him on any commuter's train or sitting in the bleachers at the ballpark. A hard-working young chap with a slow, easy smile. This is their story. To play it, the makers of Hallmark greeting cards bring you one of your favorite Hollywood stars, Joseph Cotton. Welcome back, Joe. It's good to see you again. Thanks, Dick. I hope you're not going to ask me to take sides in this story tonight. Well, not exactly, but uh, what do you think goes wrong with marriage? Oh, no, no, you don't. I'm just a hard-working actor. Well, would you let your wife pick out your ties? Sure. I'd wear them, too, if they made her happy. I- I'd-, I'd like her hats, too. I'd even let her handle the family correspondence. You would? Sure. Provided she stuck to the right kind of greeting card. Then I'd know she would said the right thing. As long as she chose Hallmark cards, you'd let her have her own way, huh? Sure. Well, that sounds like a good formula. How does it work in your house? Well, my wife says it works fine. <laughs> I see. Ladies and gentlemen, the makers of Hallmark greeting cards take pleasure in presenting on Reader's Digest Radio Edition the talented star Joseph Cotton in a story that might happen to anyone halfway to Reno. <laughs> Going down, Tom. Don't you think you ought to be taking me home? I will in a minute, Laura. Just so nice sitting out here in the boat, drifting, letting the world go by. It's like wandering off into space and 
Shining Light by Starlight. <laughs> Is that the way you like to see light? By Starlight? Only when I'm with you. That's what's so wonderful about us, Laura. When I'm with you, I... I never think about yesterday or tomorrow. It's always today. I love you, darling. I love you. said that before, neither had she in words. Perhaps we shouldn't have said it. Perhaps we should have gone on knowing it without ever admitting it to each other. Who knows? It's the most natural thing in the world for a man and a woman to fall in love, and, and yet I had no right to fall in love. I was a married man with two children. Yes, dear. For heaven's sake, where have you been? I called up in your office about three o'clock and nobody seen you. Well, I was uh, out all afternoon, went up to Vindale to look over some property. Didn't Miss Layton tell you? No. Oh, I'm sorry, Jenny. I should have called you. That's all right. If you don't mind having a warmed over dinner. <laughs> I don't mind. Where are the kids? Upstairs in bed. Why are you staring at me, Jenny? I wasn't staring, darling. Just that you had such a strange expression on your face. I couldn't imagine what you were thinking. Well, I... I felt kind of funny about missing the kids tonight. I promised I'd tell Dickie a story before he went to bed, and I... I hate like the devil to go back on a promise. Now, don't start worrying. Tommy didn't even remember it. Sure. Kids so darn sensitive oh, about everything. Oh, there you go again. Always thinking about those two boys. People need to spoil them if you're not careful. Well, I wouldn't disappoint Dickie for anything. Oh, right. If you're going to stew about it, you might as well go on upstairs and tell him his story. I'm sure he isn't asleep yet. I'll see. Don't keep him up all night, darling. I won't, dear. And the next time you come home late for dinner, you might at least kiss your wife good evening. Well, what happened, Dad? Did the hunter get killed? No, no, no. He, he lay very still and... When the bear came up and sniffed him, he held his breath. And the bear thought he was dead. That's right. The bear thought he was dead. So he didn't harm the hunter. He just poked around for a while. And when he was satisfied that the hunter was dead, he just picked up the man with a bear. I had no, uh, no intention of telling Jenny about Laura that night. I wasn't going to talk about Laura until I'd had a chance to think it all out. Yet when it came time to turn in, I knew I had to tell her it wasn't fair to go on fooling her any longer. It wasn't fair to any of us. Divorce? You want a divorce, Tom? I, I know it's an awful shock to you, Jenny, coming out of the blue like this. Why, Tom? What have I done? Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me what was wrong? It isn't your fault, Jenny. You haven't done anything. I've let you fall in love with another woman. That's my fault. No. If you'd been happy, but, you'd... But I, I was happy. Don't, don't you see? It hasn't anything to do with you or anybody else. I didn't want to fall in love. Then how did it happen? I don't know. I didn't realize it was happening until we began getting serious. And then it was too late. We, we tried to stop seeing each other, but it wasn't any use. Tom, you're really in love with this? I know I am. Otherwise, I couldn't talk to you this way. I couldn't be willing to give you up. For heaven's sake, Tom, stop being so awfully nice. Jenny, please. First you fall in love with another woman, and then you want me to pity you for cutting my heart. I don't want you to pity me. Jenny, it can't do us any good to start acting like a couple of kids. Well, how do you expect me to act? 
How do you expect me to feel with two children upstairs in my whole life? Jenny, I... No, no, take your hands off. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, dear. I just wanted you to know that tonight I still care about you. That I'd always like to be your friend. Friend? You don't seem to realize that you're married to me, Tom. You can't just call that off because you want to start a new life with another woman. What can we do? Nothing. I didn't ask you to fall in love. Jenny, you're not being fair to yourself or the children. Keeping me here will just, just make it worse for all of us. I don't care. I'm not going to let you break up our home. But it won't be a home if you have to force no, me to live it. No, I won't do it. I won't give you a divorce. And that's final. <laughs> Funny how people can do such a good job of messing up their lives without even trying. Any other job you have to work at. Getting tangled up in love and marriage doesn't seem to require any effort at all. I went to see Laura. I knew she'd understand. I think she's right, Tom. If I were in her place, I wouldn't give you up either. Well, what would you do? Tie a chain around a man's leg and keep him there against his will? Wait until he hated you for what you're doing? Laura, that's no solution. No, not for her. But she's thinking of the children. There's no solution for the children either. Don't you think those kids will know there's something wrong? Don't you think they'll feel the tension between us? That's no atmosphere for children to grow up in. But they do need their father, darling. Not as much as they need a normal home. Anybody will tell you that. It's better to break up a home than try to live in a broken one. Oh, Tom, I've given you so much trouble. Oh, no, Laura, don't, don't, don't say that, darling. Well, it's true. Wouldn't it be better if I packed up all my belongings and went off someplace where you'd never see me again? No. Why not? Because there is no such place, Laura. I'd see you every day in my mind, no matter where you went. And you'd see me. You'd never get over it? Would you? No. But she'll never get over it either. She's in love with you, Tom. Wayne, you're still in love with her. All right. You are, darling. You're in love with both of us. In a way. Laura, I told you I've asked for a divorce. But she won't give you one. She's had a chance to think about it now. She's going to see our lawyer this afternoon. And if they decide not to let you have your freedom, what happens then? I, I, I don't know, darling. I don't know. It's no use, Mr. Barkley. No use fighting him. He doesn't love me anymore. I might as well go to Reno and let him have his divorce. May I say something, Virginia? Not only as your lawyer, but as an old friend of the family. What is it? Don't go to Reno. Don't make the same mistake a lot of other people have made just because your pride is hurt. No, no. It's more than my pride. I don't care what it is. Lots of men have fallen in love with other women, but that's no reason for giving up your family. Virginia, men can fall out of love, too. I'm sure Tom's one of them. I'm not. Only because you've been hurt, Virginia. No, that's not it at all. If Tom had taken up with some chorus girl or an attractive blonde, I could be sure that he'd get over it in time. But Laura's a nice girl, the kind of girl he might have married. If it hadn't been for me. It doesn't matter what kind of girl she is, don't you see? Tom has reached the stage where he's wondering if he's eaten his cake or still has it. What do you mean? Well... The routine of married life makes a lot of men feel that way. Makes another woman seem more interesting and exciting in his own life. But he's in love with her. He's in love with the adventure of being in love. Believe me, Virginia, if he divorces you and marries her, the chances of the same thing will happen all over again. Mr. Barton, you're not just saying that. No, of course not. 
I've seen it happen too many times. But I can't convince him Don't that... try to convince him. Just tell him that you want a trial separation for a while. A, a what? A trial separation. A uh, month or two of living away from each other so that you'll both have time to think things over. And at the end of the trial? Don't worry, Virginia. He'll come back to you. He'll come back before the time's up. Are you sure? I am sure it's better than going to Reno. All right, Mr. Barclay, I'll try it. I'll speak to you as soon as he gets home. And I just hope you're right. Anything you say, Virginia. If you want a trial separation before you'll agree to divorce, it's perfectly all right with me. When do we start? Whenever you're ready, Tom. As soon as you can afford it. $30 a week just for this old room and bath? I can't pay that. Of course, you'd have your laundry, meals, and entertainment to take care of. But you'd have to take care of all that anyway if we were divorced. Now, Tom, I want you to understand that if Virginia goes to Reno, you'll have to pay all her expenses. The salary of the housekeeper while she's gone and all the necessary legal fees. Holy mackerel, Mr. Barkley. I'm, I'm going to have to work like a dog to save up all that money. Well, don't look at me, Tom. This is your divorce, not mine. second act of tonight's drama, presented by Hallmark Greeting Cards from the pages of the Reader's Digest, America's favorite magazine. Now, here's Dick Calmer. Folks, there's someone waiting to meet you. Who is it? Why, it's that traditional symbol of happiness, that lovable little fellow, Mr. Bluebird. You saw him in the latest Walt Disney movie, Song of the South, and now he's on gay, colorful, hallmark Mr. Bluebird cards. Yes, Mr. Bluebird's getting to be the talk of every town. Always symbolic of happiness, Mr. Bluebird is now flying into the hearts of everyone on the wings of that gay new hip tune, Zippity-Doo-Dah. He's that symbol of happiness on the new hallmark Mr. Bluebird cards. That's why you'll have such fun sending these perky, bright-eyed little fellows to all your friends. Yes, Mr. Bluebird with top hat and cane will strut his way straight into your heart and the hearts of all your friends. So send him off to carry your happy greetings to every friend you know. Ask your hallmark dealer for the new Mr. Bluebird cards, the happiest kind of greetings. Remember, always look on the back of the card you choose for the three identifying words, a hallmark card. Those three words, a hallmark card, are your assurance of finest quality. They tell your friends you cared enough to send the very best. I suppose a trial separation is the easiest thing in the world to arrange. If you're up in the high income brackets, but if you're an average man like me, it takes a little while before you can swing it financially. It means working nights and weekends, saving pennies, having very little time to spend with the children, and almost no time at all to spend with a woman the trial separation is about. It got so I only had about one night a week to have a date with Laura, even on that night. 
sponsor approved yet, Tom? Oh, just one more letter, darling. I'll be finished in about ten minutes. What about addressing the envelope? Oh, for Pete's sake, I forgot about that. But would you mind starting through some of those just, just to save a little time? Yes, Mr. Prescott. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, darling. I wouldn't ask you to do this work for me, but... But so late, we'll never get a chance. Oh, don't be silly. I was just kidding. Uh, what are all these letters for, Tom? Oh, new business, new business. I, I can't even start on this separation until I've made a lot more money. Is that why I never see you anymore? Well, it isn't easy, Laura. Well, making money never was. Well, what are we going to do when you have to start paying alimony? Oh, let's not start thinking of that. All right, honey. I'll address the letters for you. Do you mind? Of course not. I like working for you. Even if it's the only way I can be with you. It won't always be like this, darling. I'll, I'll have a place of my own in a couple of weeks. and Two months after that, she'll be on her way to Reno. You still love me? Hmm. Wouldn't anything else in the world. I'm sorry about tonight, Laura. Don't be sorry. Just get to work. All right, just about as hard as I did in the days when Virginia and I were first married. In fact, I was reminded of those days every time I stayed late at the office or gave up a Saturday afternoon. I used to give up lots of them those times so that Virginia could quit her job and have a baby. It was a shame to destroy all that now, but there wasn't any point in being sentimental about it. A man can't have two wives... And I was in love with Laura. Don't forget to pack your other room, dear. Now, wait a minute, Jenny. I can't take everything. I'm only moving into a hotel for a couple of months. Just the same, you should have everything you need, Tom. If this separation is to be a real trial, you don't want to come running back here every few days. Where are you going, Dad? Oh, just a few blocks from here. I'm moving into the Sinclair Hotel. What for? Well, I, I'm going to stay there for a little while. What's the matter? Don't you like it here? Oh, sure. I uh, like it fine. I, I just... What? You just what, Dad? Uh, Dickie asking too many questions. Tom, you might as well tell him the truth. After all, he has a right to know why you're leaving. Sure I have. Why are you leaving? Well, uh... Well, uh... uh Mommy and I are going to try a little experiment, son. With chemicals? Well, uh, no, 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 just just a kind of family experiment. I'm going to live in a hotel for a while, and Mommy's going to stay here and take care of you and your brother. Why can't you take care of me? I'd like to live in a hotel, too. Well, it just doesn't work out that way, Dickie. You see, uh, uh, Mommy and I are trying to find out if, uh, well, if we can't live in different places. It might be better for all of us. It won't be better for me. No, 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 you, you've got to be a big boy about this, Dickie, yeah. I'll come and see you ever so often. Will you tell me stories before I go to bed? Well, sometimes. Uh, I guess I've got enough in the suitcase, Jenny. Let's close it. I'll help you, Dad. Thank you. Yeah. Guess I'm ready now. Goodbye, Dad. Goodbye, Dickie. You'll be a good boy while I'm away you're here. I'll come and see you Thursday. 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 Not till Thursday. Well, I, I might be able to make it sooner, but I... Goodbye, Jenny. Goodbye, darling. Good luck. Hello. 
Mr. Prescott. Oh, uh, yes, Miss Layton. My son is here. Here? At the office? At the office? Mommy brought me. She's outside. Well, what seems to be the trouble, Dickie? Come on in. Tell me what it's all about. Can, can I speak to you alone? Certainly. Thank you, Miss Layton. Yes, sir. What's on your mind? Aren't you going to take me to the ball game this afternoon? Mommy says I can't go if you don't take me. Ball game? What ball game? Don't you remember? You promised you'd take me the first Saturday after my birthday. That's today. It is? Gee, where's Daddy? All the other kids are going. Well, I... I'd like you to go too, son, but I, I've got such a lot of work to do this afternoon. You mean... You mean you're not going to keep your promise? Well, it... Gosh, you never take me out anymore. You hardly ever see me. I know, I know, Dickie. I've been so busy lately. I, I just haven't had time to get around. Is that because you have to experiment? Well, no, I... No, I never intended to take it out on you. Then why can't we go to the game? Well, I... I... I guess we can, Dickie. Can we? Sure, we can go right away. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> Sure, he's going to the ball game, Miss Layton. That's what he told me. Well, I guess he must have forgotten our appointment. He was supposed to meet me here at five o'clock. Gee, I had a swell time this afternoon, Dad. Can't we do this every Saturday? I don't see why not. I can pick you up at the same time and drop you off in the evening just the way that I am now. Well, the next Saturday, I think I'll take you fishing. Oh, boy. So long, Dickie. Aren't you coming in? No, no, I, I think not. That's you, Dickie? Hey, Ma, Johnson did a home run with the bases full. Dad's going to take me fishing next Saturday. Well, isn't that fun? We're going out every Saturday. Oh, that's wonderful. It... Hello, Tom. Hello, Jenny. Uh... Won't you come on in and have dinner with us, dear? Oh, no. You certainly deserve it after taking care of Dickie all day. Thanks very much. There's plenty of food in the house. Oh, I I think if you don't mind, I... Oh, come on, Dad. You haven't had dinner home for a long time. I know, but I I think I'd better... Aren't you ever going to eat here anymore? Well, of course. Well, then come on. Well, I... Come on, if you want to, Tom. You can tell Dickie a story tonight before he goes to bed. Gee, will you? All right, Dickie, I'll tell you a story. Hooray! No, 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 no. Don't get too frisky, young man. Well, let him have some fun, Jenny. Tom, will you please not interfere when I tell him something? I'm not interfering. I just want the kid... (laughs) Well, for Pete's sake, we're having an argument. Gee, this is just like old times. must have stayed there till almost 10 o'clock. I had such a wonderful time, I forgot all about Laura and the date we had. She didn't forget, though. She was waiting for me when I got back to the hotel. Don't misunderstand me, darling. I'm not mad. I'm just upset. Because I know I'm fighting a losing battle. What do you mean? Well, for heaven's sake, Tom, can't you see what's happening? Oh, this is the first time I've ever broken a date with you, Laura. You didn't break it, dear. You forgot about it. You had a good time this evening, and now you're apologizing to me for being out with your wife. Out with her? I just had dinner there. I know, Tom. But this trial separation is making it almost impossible for us to see each other. It's separating us. Not you and your wife. Just because I took the kid to a ball game? It won't work, dear. 
As long as you stay here in town, it won't work. Now, don't be like that, Laura. I, I haven't seen Dickie any more than I've seen you. Oh, all right, all right. I, I won't argue with you. I just know you won't get a divorce. That's not true. Virginia's leaving for Reno two weeks from Monday. And by that time, you'll have persuaded her not to go. Don't say that, Laura. Well, I want a fair trial, too. I want to be near you. Go out with you. The way we used to go out. Not the way it is now. How can I possibly mean anything to you if you don't give me a chance? I'm, I'm doing the best I can, dear. Tom, listen to me. I, I'm going up to my aunt's place tomorrow for two weeks. It's glorious up there, and, and you can come out to town every day. Won't you come with me? We could have two wonderful weeks together. But I promised to take Dickie fishing on Saturday. Darling, you've got to make up your mind now. Either you check out of the hotel tomorrow and come with me, or you stay with her. Oh, don't ask me to make that choice. But you've got to make it sometime, dear. It might as well be now. <laughs> Hotel Sinclair? Mr. Prescott, please. Mr. Tom Prescott. I don't know his room number. I'm sorry, madam, but Mr. Prescott isn't registered here anymore. He uh, checked out of the hotel just a few minutes ago. Oh, I see. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Who is that? Me, Jenny. Tom, I, I, I just called the hotel, but... The... Checked out a few minutes ago. Wanted to come back. Back home? You'll have me. I've been waiting for you, darling, for a long time. I guess I've been waiting for you, too. Sit down, Tom. You look so tired. No, no, no. Don't go away from me. Just stay right here in my arms until I remember all of the wonderful things you are. I'm awfully sorry, Jenny. No, don't talk. I've got to talk. I've got to tell you how much I've missed you, how much I I really love you. I'd forgotten so much, Jenny. Everybody forgets, darling. That's why you had to go away. To remember. Mm-hmm. I'll never go away again. I know that now. I know what I want now. Forever, Tom? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Joseph Cotton. That was a wonderful performance. You're cordially invited to be with us again next week at the same time for another fine dramatic program brought to you by the makers of Hallmark Greeting Cards. If you enjoyed tonight's show, won't you please tell your friends about it and ask them also to tune in for next week's program sponsored by Hallmark Greeting Cards. At that time, you will hear the charming and delightful story of a girl, a boy, and a lion. Our star will be one of Hollywood's best-loved comedians, Lucille Ball.
Resnick and may currently be seen in the Technicolor film, Yule in the Sun. Mr. Cotton was supported by Betty Winkler in the role of Virginia and Mary Orr in the role of Laura. Halfway to Reno was dramatized by Robert Sloan from the article, We Didn't Get a Divorce, in the Reader's Digest, America's favorite magazine. The Hallmark program was directed by Mark Loeb, with music especially composed by Jack Miller. To be doubly sure of the finest quality, always look in the back of your cards for those three identifying words, a Hallmark card. This is Tom Shirley speaking for the makers of Hallmark greeting cards and for your friendly Hallmark dealer. You'll find a wide selection of Hallmark cards at America's finest shops and stores. Remember, a Hallmark card will best express your perfect taste, your thoughtfulness. Chicago.